are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good. I'm just sweating out here. It's so humid. It's unbearable. And I'm a New Yorker, so I need to talk about it as much as possible. <laughs> well, I'm in LA and I'm also sweating. <laughs> but, but it's, it's, it's a, a dry heat it's, it's, though, right? Yeah, it's a drier sweat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's real wet out here, real swampy. Yeah, that was my least favorite thing when I lived in New York for five years was uh, the summers. When did you leave New York? I left in 20... I think that we, we literally moved back to LA uh, on New Year's uh, 2014. Oh, cool. And did you grow up here or... No, I'm from the Bay Area. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, Palo Alto. Um, and then I went to college in LA and lived in LA for eight years. And then I moved to New York for five years. So a good chunk of your life has been spent in LA at this point. Yes. <laughs> Would you say you're like, you've fully acclimated, you've become an LA person now? Yeah, I like LA. I don't really know why. It's like, I can't defend it. <laughs> um, but I, I like it. I kind of like how, how dirty it is. And um, there's a lot of nice plants here. I don't know. It's Yeah, it's hard to defend. You don't have to defend it. I mean, you know, everyone has their, their preferences for different parts of the country. <laughs> and I have a yeah. lot of friends who live in LA and clearly they see something in it. It's kind of like, you know, when you meet someone's partner and you're like, okay, okay, <laughs> but you're right. happy and that's what matters. It doesn't matter what I think. You made a choice. Uh. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't understand, but I support you. That's nice. It's <laughs> very, very open-minded no, no, of you. I, um, right. It's, yeah, I'm very progressive that way. But no, I do want to come out there at some point because I've only been once. And that was only to Culver City, which I guess is not really oh. representative of the whole city. Yeah, it's tough when you just stay in one little enclave of it. Like, there's people who come visit and they stay in, like, Beverly Hills and they think that all of L.A. is like that. And I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> that's the worst part of L.A. by far. Like, I hate Beverly Hills so much. Um, but I'm I'm on the east side, which is nice. And I work in West Hollywood, which is kind of nice. Um, so I'm sitting in my office right now, sweating. Nice. Yeah, people people will come to New York and be like, oh, it was so crowded. I couldn't live there. We explored all of New York. And it's like, you explored Midtown. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you living... went to Chinatown, but that's about it. Oh, yeah. I, I think living there made me a little more chill about living in a in a kind of dense area now, though. Like, I, I don't mind, like, being closer to my neighbors now. Mm -hmm. I, I kind of, I get it. Yeah, um, yeah. And there's space in the city. Like, if you leave Manhattan... It's like wide open spaces in like uh, in, <laughs> in um, Queens. <laughs> yeah, in Queens and Brooklyn. I mean, you know, it's still compared to a lot of places, it's still pretty the pretty dense, but like I feel like I have tons of space out here. It kind of forces people to like understand each other even when they're very different from each other yes. in a way. I, I like it. I love that about the city. And I'm sad it makes me really sad to see people not doing that as much like when they move here and are like I don't feel safe because this isn't what my suburban hometown that I lived in my whole life looks like and there are different people than I'm used to and like it yeah. needs to change for me and it's like no you need to change for it yeah this city doesn't care about you <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like you, you should get like, out <laughs> you should like yeah figure out how to live in the place that you've chosen to live like you don't get to go in and just like change everything just because you're not comfortable 
Um, well, and that's the best thing about moving too, is that you have to adapt. You have to learn more about yourself and grow and yeah. like just realize that you can be a different person than who you thought you were. Absolutely. You thought you were an introvert and now look at you, an extrovert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like growing and changing, right? We're always just growing and changing and adapting and transforming and morphing into yeah. like a T-Rex or saber-toothed tiger. Um, That's right. Any of those things. Did you, were you like a, of that age to get into Power Rangers? <gasps> yeah. I, I was like a little bit too old for it, but like my friend's younger sister was really into Power Rangers. So I kind of like low-keyed watch, watched it a little bit. Amazing. Um, What's your favorite one? Or who's your uh, favorite one? I like the pink one. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't cool. remember that much about them. I was more into, uh, I like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and what did I like? I liked Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah. That cartoon was incredible. I loved it. My my best friend was not allowed to watch it because her parents <laughs> thought it was demonic, which I mean, it kind of was. Um, so she had to come over to my house to watch it. Well, it's like a very strange premise, right? Like you take this like really, really dark like one of the darker Tim Burton movies um, yeah. that's like really kind of scary at times. I mean, it's a, still a comedy, but like there's death and there's like mutilation and stuff. And then you're and like, it was supposed to be really, it was supposed to be much worse originally. Like if you ever read the IMDb page for Beetlejuice and what like they originally thought the movie was going to be, it was way darker. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> it's such a weird movie. It's almost <laughs> like a stream of consciousness. Like there was no planning or forethought. <laughs> it's so bizarre and I haven't seen it since I was a kid and like I'm not sure that I want to because it will spoil my the weird magic that exists around that movie for me but then you take you that know, movie and you make up. it into a, a Saturday morning cartoon <laughs> that was good <laughs> I think I just really liked characters like that in general like I loved I loved Michael Keaton and Beetlejuice I love Jim Carrey in the mask I love Drop Dead Fred like I just love kind of showy male like imaginary friend characters with like a real attitude I think that's like what I wanted to be when I grew up <laughs> yeah these are all characters who like show up to like shake up a a situation right or they get some power yeah. that allows them to kind of like get out of a rut and I, that's like a really interesting trope I also haven't seen the mask in like a million years and I've never seen Drop Dead Fred, but I'm trying to, it has a 9% oh, on Rotten really Tomatoes good. apparently, but I'm trying to get more into Rick Mail. I'm trying to watch. I um, love Rick Mail so much and I'm so sad that he died so young. Um, I know. I just like had the biggest crush on him when I was young. Uh, yeah. All these characters, the mask holds up too. I saw that recently as well. Um, I'm kind of rewatching all my childhood faves right now. Uh, and I, yeah, I feel like all these characters are like basically pickup artists. <laughs> <laughs> the they mouse? all have like a, yeah like they all have a lot of flair uh the mask especially just seems like a pua movie it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> okay wait wait so like the mask represents him like him learning the the pickup tricks yes yes he does he absolutely does uh it's very it's it's very much like a fedora male kind of movie i mean he does <laughs> literally wear a fedora right Yes. Yes, yeah. he does. Um, but just the way he like gets the woman of his dreams attention is so pickup artisty. Isn't it like I'm just picturing that scene from like Spider-Man three, except with Jim Carrey as the mask and he's like jumping up on tables and dancing at a club. Does that happen? Kind of. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, 
So like, I was like, oh, this is what everyone wants is for someone to act like this. But of course, in real life, that'd be very obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all love, it's like a trickster figure, right? Yeah, very puckish. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, does, I just got that. Does puckish actually just refer to puck from Shakespeare? I think so. I think that's where it originated, right? A Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh, yeah, I literally just got that. Unless, unless, yeah, I think that's maybe the start. I don't know. I'd have to look it up, which I'm not going to. I'll just assume that I'm right. <laughs> so do you see yourself like as an adult embodying that kind of thing? Is that, or is that like an aspirational thing? Or is that something that you kind of like let go of as you grew up? That's a great question. Uh, I think it's like really deeply embedded in me that I wish I could be like that, but I'm actually kind of shy uh, in person and, and like well-behaved. Um, so I, I hold it together, but I think, I think a lot of the characters that I create um, in comics and for TV and whatnot are, are that kind of character where they can just do anything almost to like a psychotic degree mm-hmm. um, and uh, not worry about the consequences. Um, but that's not who I am at all in person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well it seems like I'm um, like your your stuff uh goes further than just like the someone shows up to shake up the town and like oh my god, we're all like liberated now. Um it goes beyond that to like <laughs> the deep deep sadness that like lies at the heart of of people like that. Like they're not just these stock figures, but like what yeah. happens if someone actually acts like that like a real person and the answer is like well, they're often doing it to like conceal their like loneliness or their like despair and like that kind of attention can fill that void for a while, but it ultimately can't make up for um, something, you know, more, um, more comprehensive. It's so true. Yeah, it's totally true. A lot of those movies make it seem all fun and games, but there, there has to be some kind of like pathology to it for someone to behave that way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, Jim Carrey in the mask was dealing with some stuff. And, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. God, the mask. I, there was going to be a sequel I used to, the to mask, rent I it every time I because... stayed, stayed homesick from. <laughs> was there? Yeah, there was going to be a sequel. And then I think finally there was like 15 years later. But I remember seeing because there was an issue of Nintendo Power, which I never bought, but I like got, I read at the library. And oh, my brother subscribed to it. Oh, nice. I was never able to. Um, it I was did... such a nice magazine. It was so glossy. Like all the pages felt so good. Yeah, it was really high production values. I did subscribe to Disney Adventure, which was also very good. Oh, yeah. Um, those pages, I think, were a little less glossy. I think they were just that paper. But they it printed good, like though. they were the first place that I read Bone. They were like they were doing a lot of cool comic stuff at the time. Um but where it was like, oh, yeah, there was a contest in a Nintendo Power where they were like, you can win a, a walk-on role in The Mask 2. And then it <laughs> never happened. And so, like, I forget what happened to the guy. Um, but, like... Why, yeah. did, why did it happen? Like, what? Because why wouldn't they? idea. Uh, but, like, they made multiple Ace Ventura movies. So why not that The Mask? That was a worse idea. Why did that happen? I don't know. I mean, ugh, there was another movie that I watched a lot as a kid. That doesn't hold up quite as well. And not not as much, no. But no, um, the the kind of classic lines. I mean, in that one, the only one I can remember from that one is like, D- um, "Do not go in there." That was a good one. <laughs> I like how you just you said that so straight. It was like, "Do not go in there." 
do not go in there. It's like he's like <laughs> he, this is him like doing a re, doing a read, right? He's like, do not go in there. Do yeah. not go in there. Um, and it do took him a while to finally not hit that. Go in there. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course there was the mask with its classic lines. Um, smoking was the one of them. Smoking, smoking. Uh, P A R T Y because I gotta because I gotta. Maybe oh you're not on the list. Oh maybe my friends. Uh, you know, uh, Hamilton, Washington, and who's another man on a bill? I forget. Maybe they're on the list. Uh, I would love to see a dramatic reading of the mask script. <laughs> Please. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yes. The mask, I mean, wait, did it just make you more yourself? I mean, we can get off the mask soon, but... Did it just make you more yourself? Because when the the bad guy got it, he became like really gross and evil, right? Yes, absolutely. And the the dog one just, or the when the dog wore it, it just made him want to like piss on everything and run around. Yes, yes, interesting, interesting. So, um, for example, if one of the Ninja Turtles, who is your favorite Ninja Turtle? And separate follow up question: like... uh, Who, which Ninja Turtle do you think you are most like? Ooh. They could be the same. I, they could be the same. I liked the the orange one, Michelangelo, because he seemed the most like low key and laid back. But that's definitely not the one I'm the most like. Who is? Who would you say is the most neurotic Ninja Turtle? Oh God, um, I, I don't. I don't really remember them that well. Like, I'm gonna. I think it's Donatello, but I'm going to uh, try see what Google has to say about that. I'm wondering, like, was there one that was like, uh, guys, maybe we should be careful. Like that would be me. I think. So there's <laughs> nothing for watch out guys. <laughs> there's nothing for which one. Apparently Michelangelo is the most sensitive turtle. Oh. Um, there's something that says that on his article. Um, I thought, I thought he was the one who was just like pizza. Like he was just like, kind of a, <laughs> he was like the Channing Tatum of Ninja Turtles. Like just, I, I just love I love a big uncomplicated dummy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I just yeah. think that would be a nicer way to 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 live life. Yeah. No. I mean, I love Michelangelo. I think he's he's great. And if he put on the mask, he would be like so laid back. He would just become so, like he yeah. would become Polly Shore. He would be like so irritating. Oh and my just god! How slow paced he was, just eating his pizza languorously. Ugh. Polly Shore seemed sick to me. There was like something bad underlying yeah. the, the chill behavior. He had, yeah, something. <laughs> something was going on there. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could just be a, a simple dummy sometimes. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to recommend it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, like a, a Michelangelo or like a dog from Mask. I mean, not mask. Yeah. That's it. When people start, when I first heard people talking about the film Mask, which is distinct from the film The Mask, I absolutely thought they were the same film and <laughs> was very confused um, because one is about a very tragic story and the other one is about um, a man who has um, <laughs> facial uh, deformities. So, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Ninja Turtles. I don't know. This keeps coming up lately. I keep talking about Ninja Turtles with people. Um, I desperately wanted the Ninja Turtle toys when I was little and I never mm, got them. Okay. I have a story about this that like I only learned the true like contours of this 
<laughs> like last Christmas. And uh-huh. this was like, I was like crying when I found out about this. Okay. So one Christmas when I was a kid, I got a bunch of Ninja Turtle toys for Christmas. Lucky. And I know. I was so excited. I was like flipping out. I had them for years and years. I actually had them in- until like a few years ago when I think I gave them away, but they were mm-hmm. just sitting in storage. But um, I found out last year, like I was reminiscing about past Christmases with my mom. And I was like, do you remember that year that you just got me this big box full of Ninja Turtles? That was so awesome. And she was like, yeah. Um, so the summer before I had been going around to garage sales every weekend, like all day, just like buying like Ninja Turtles because, you know, we couldn't Aww. afford to buy new ones at the store. So like I just got you, you know, I just looked everywhere I could to like find all these. And I was just like, oh, that's my so God, sweet. Mom, that's so that's that's so sweet. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to cry. I know. So they was... were. Do you remember getting them and thinking like, oh, these aren't like new no, packaging? No, 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 just... no. I mean, I didn't yeah, care. You... I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That's so great. It was amazing what an act of love i know that's so good oh i still have all my uh my little ponies in a box somewhere in my parents house with the hair that you can brush oh yeah yeah so cute (laughs) what is the best and worst christmas gift you've ever gotten oh my god um my brother always gets me really interesting stuff. And for a while he would just get me, he tried to, he tried to make me like a candle from scratch once, but it was just kind of wet <laughs> and like it, like the wax never like dried. So it just, it just, and he made it out of like beef fat or something. So it Ooh. just looked like a tampon made out of beef fat. <laughs> and then he, he also got me like an enormous teddy bear, like the biggest teddy bear you can imagine. It filled like half the room and it was rotting. Like he had gotten it at like a thrift store and it smelled bad. Oh um, my and it was God, like disintegrating. No. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty bad. Um, the best gift. I can't remember. Adam always gets me really great gifts. He's such a good gift giver. He like surprised me with a keyboard one year uh, that we were living in Brooklyn. Um, he always gets me something I really want that I like feel guilty buying for myself. Uh, he got me like horseback riding lessons one year. Oh, when I really wanted to get back into riding, but I was nervous. Wait, um, wait, 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 hold, hold, hold your horses because did you, <laughs> did you hold your horses as a kid? Were you a horse girl? Oh, I totally was. Oh yeah. my God. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I, uh, I started riding when I was like, eight and I immediately became completely obsessed with horses. Um, but then I quit when I was in high school and I didn't ride for like 20 years. Um, and then, yeah, Adam got me these lessons. And so I started up again. That's incredible. Uh, I feel like really nice gift. I feel like there's like three kinds of kids, right? (laughs) There's like kids who maybe just two, but there's kids who love horses and think they're the most beautiful, majestic animals on God's green earth. Oh, um, yeah. And there's kids that are fucking terrified of horses and fear their powerful hunches um, and hammer-like hooves. And maybe there's kids who just, like, have never seen a horse, um, so don't know I, how, how to think about I, it. I'm, like, a complete – I'm a complete combination of, of type 1 and type 2 because I love horses and – 
totally am afraid of them at the same time. Really? I like, I often have a panic attack right before riding because I get so nervous. Um, But then when that's like part of why I like it is like, while I'm riding, I like, think it's so wonderful. And I kind of get over my fear. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I find it very frightening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, I did like I have ridden a horse a few times. Um, I was around a lot of horses as a kid because my dad was seeing someone whose parents owned a farm and they like mm. bred, bred um, like show horses. Wow. So yeah, so I went to a lot of horse shows when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And um, I hated it so much because they're <laughs> so frightening. And um. I think I rid a horse one time and maybe it like got away from me a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was definitely thought that I was like, that's how I was going to die. Um, I was going to like yeah, hit, the- hit a tree branch, like a um, fucking character in like a Robin Hood movie or something. Yeah. But the lack of control is definitely a big part of it. It's what's terrifying about it. And also extremely fun. Like actually I, like I'm such a chicken about it, but then sometimes when I'm on a horse and it goes wrong, like the horse spooks and spins around or whatever, it's actually really fun. Um, so yeah, that's sort of a contradiction there. That's so cool. I mean, that's like why people like roller coasters and stuff too, right? Yeah. I hate roller coasters, but I love going fast on a horse. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta go fast. You gotta go fast sometimes. <laughs> do you want to do a segment that I just made up? Sure. Um, okay. I'm curious. Do you have your, like a bag nearby? Do I have a bag? Like your purse or like a satchel or something? Yeah. Let me grab it. Just a okay, sec. Cool. All right. I've got my purse in my lap. Okay. Uh, me too. This segment is called What's in Your Bag? Um, <laughs> I love it. And um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I have a lot of stuff in my bag at all times. I'm one of those people who like has, who uses a tote bag primarily because I have to carry around so much shit with me everywhere to feel okay. When I go to me like too. A, When I go to a formal event and I just have a clutch, I'm like, what if I need something that I don't? What I'm, if I, I'm the exact uh, same. I can't even tell you how many times I've been like about to bring a clutch to an event, and then I'm like, I I can't, and then I just bring my <laughs> big ass ugly purse. I'm like, whatever. If I have to take a picture, I'll just hide my purse behind my back because it doesn't go with the outfit at all. Yeah, Ugh, I have so oh, many no. clutches I never use. Oh my god, yeah. I just have a ton of those um, glossier bags and i actually do have one of those in my bag so maybe we can like alternate taking things out and then if we get bored we can just stop okay it sounds good i have a ton of stuff in here me too so we might not get to it all um so i do have one of those glossier little clear bags um in my bag i love those the puppy um, pink ones yeah i've got some some toilet paper in there just because it's so humid today and i i don't have any blotting papers so i was (laughs) i was kind of using that um you know i've just got some makeup in there um, for some reason I've got two mirrors. I've got, uh, my, got my keys and, um, and then that's about it for that little, that little, uh, oh, I have a, a coffee loyalty card too. Mm. Cool. At a place I will never go back to. Aww. Uh, Damn it. do you want to go? <laughs> sure. I just found an enormous sandwich baggie full of trail mix. <laughs> it's yes. like it's huge it's like it it's really heavy i've been carrying this around for like a month and i didn't know it was in there uh, oh my but you God. just never know when you might need some peanuts um i found uh, a container full of thinking putty it's it's basically just like silly putty that i uh can play with if i go to like a movie or something and i feel anxious i can yes. just like play with it 
I get really um I get really fidgety, so I kind of need fidget toys with me. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I I also will sometimes just like um draw on a in a notebook without like looking at it. Oh yeah. I've been doing that during most of this call, actually. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I actually do. I have a notebook, one of those moleskin notebooks in my bag. And I kind of stopped using notebooks, I guess, because like most of this is like 2015, 2016. And then there are a couple pages that I remember um, were drawn while I was watching uh, Rogue. Was it Rogue, Rogue One? That one? Oh, a Star yeah, Wars yeah. story? Yeah, there's a bunch of those. And then there's instructions that I wrote for how to get somewhere when my phone, when my phone's data stopped working and I was reduced to like having to write down directions before I got on the train again. Smart. Yeah. That's I, how we uh, used to do it. I love being able to just have something to do. Like I, I used to do these illustrated movie reviews and I think part of the reason I like doing them is because it gave me like a purpose in the movie theater that kind of stopped me from getting bored i don't know yeah. why i can't just i can't just sit still for two hours like no me neither i can i, just, I can't watch movies on my own unless like at home unless yeah. i have someone with me because then i can just like we can talk and like banter and stuff but like i can't i can do it in a theater like i can sit because it's like it's dark i'm just like absorbed by the huge screen but like at home no way no i need to be like folding my laundry or doing my nails or doing something i just yeah. found two two more fidget toys in my purse uh, one is a spinner and one's like a, a cube. Um, I just found, I'm counting four lipstick chapstick things so far. Uh, <laughs> that's always good. You need options. Uh, my okay, God. So, oh my God. I've got um, a very sandy baseball cap that is, <laughs> uh, is a Margaritaville uh, from, from the Margaritaville restaurant. Uh, which I have never been to. I think this is my roommate's that I borrowed, but it's very sandy because I took it with me to the beach last weekend, which I feel like is really appropriate. Um, it's kind of like pre-worn. Um, like it's Are you Canadian? Shit. I am. Why Why did I give it away? It was, it was the most Canadian borrowed I've ever heard. That was great. Oh, no. I say this a lot on the show, but I've worked so hard to like eliminate. I loved it. No, no, no. Because, because I need to eliminate it because... Um, I don't want to show any sign of weakness in New York. And if How people, is that a weakness? Being a Canadian strength. is a weakness. No, being Canadian is a strength these days. Trust me. Well, in every other part of the world, it definitely is. But here, I don't want people to know. <laughs> they can take advantage of my generosity and, and inborn kindness because I'm from Canada. <laughs> you should just develop like a strong Italian accent. Hey, and I'm from Canada. Um, <laughs> that's, yes, that... <laughs> That's the solution. Okay, I'm gonna do one more thing because um I don't remember how this got in here. Um I found a so it's kind of like a nylon, but it's like uh for your head, for your face, your entire head. And um like a what like a like a hairnet or like No, no, it's like more like a mask. Um Are you gonna rob a bank? Well, here's the thing, there's no eye holes. Um <laughs> But I do, I have worn this before. I've worn this before and you can see through it, but you can't see into it because of the way that it's woven. Um, I think that I bought this. I don't know why I have this. (laughs) I don't know. What are you going to use it for? I don't know. I feel like if I'm outside and I need to like do a crime or do like, or the reverse, do a vigilante, 
I can put this on over my head and then, um, this is a great idea to have this in our increasingly, uh, yeah. non-private oh, yeah. kind of culture. Like yes. there's surveillance everywhere. So you need to like mask your, your identity. Yeah. And it, before, until I learn how to do the makeup, that's like all triangles and stuff all over your face. Um, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. carry this creepy ass mask around What's with it, me. What are those, what are those ships called that have like shapes painted on them so that they can't be targeted? Uh, uh like not self. No, no. It's like, it's like a boat. It's like a way to paint boats, but the way you just described the makeup is like basically the face version of that ship. Oh uh, God, this is killing me. I'll I'm figure gonna look it out it later. Up. Uh, it's a, it's got a crazy name. Huh? <sighs> Someone's listening and, and going bonkers. And screaming at the us. Answer. Yeah. Yeah. They're shrieking. Well, that's what podcasts are all about. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Um, tweet at me on uh, tweet at Lisa too. Um, you know, just tweet at us. Never uh, stop tw- tweeting at me. Never stop tweeting whenever we get something wrong. Um, cause <laughs> we love, I love to know, I love to know what I'm wrong and I love to be told I'm wrong and I always accept it really graciously. <laughs> um, yeah. well that, I think that that was, unless you have anything else, I think that is, um, what's in your bag. Uh, I have a toothbrush. That's about it. Why do you carry around a toothbrush? Just in case. Do I have toothpaste in there? I do not. So I don't know what, (laughs) I don't know what the point is. I feel like what, like the image of brushing your teeth in a public restroom, like, okay, putting aside people who do not have have access to a private restroom. You do. That's incredible. That's such a power move. I know. I always feel like such an adult lady when I do it. It's like, I need to look good at work and not have something or not have bad breath. So I'm going to do this, but I only do it once in a while. And if someone comes in and sees you doing that, you're just like, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I'm brushing my teeth. And they're just like, whoa, like they're blown away. It's like a dominant um, move. Like, um, you know, making well, luckily yourself look bigger. at our office, we have a, like a single stall bathroom. So nobody can like come in and see what you're doing in there. Oh, oh, your okay. Own, own private little booth. Yeah, that's nice. Although the thing about those, um, I kind of hate that Starbucks is all those because like in New York City, (laughs) the function of a Starbucks is to be a public bathroom. And also, if you want, you can get coffee there. Um, Yeah, that was like one of Adam's uh, jokes for a while was uh, Starbucks. You know, it's it's a bathroom plus coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but like. I feel like a lot of the time when I'm in the city, their bathrooms are the, some of them don't have bathrooms, which is like, you had one job. What are you doing? Um, sometimes they're that, in service. That would infuriate me in New York when I tried to go somewhere to use a bathroom and they wouldn't let me or there wouldn't be one. It was just like, what? How? That's a nightmare. Ah. How do you not have one? And then the other thing is like, sometimes like on a weekend, especially if you're in the city, there's one bathroom in Starbucks and it's one single stall bathroom and there's like a dozen people online for it. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, why? <laughs> I hate that feeling that people are waiting for me to finish something. It's quickly. bad. It, like, yeah. Gives me such a panic attack. Yeah. I like, you know, I, I like to like check myself out in the mirror. Like I have to sometimes redo my lipstick, like all this stuff. And yeah. like doing just a that moment to yourself, just have like city. a little moment of privacy or just even like a, of quiet in like a bathroom. And like when it's, when it's just like the one and there's people outside I'm like oh my god I got to get in and out as soon as possible like I can't even look at my face um god I yeah 
I feel you. That was one of my least favorite things about like walking around in Manhattan. I'm just like, what if you have to go? It's like a whole thing. It is. It's bad. You have to like have a map of the best public bathrooms in New York. And I think at this point, I'm just getting into a Seinfeld bit. So I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to pull back from that. There was this one Irish bar on 14th street. That was like a pretty good place to go. If you had like an emergency. Really? You I, had to, like, past run, I had to run off the L train once. <laughs> Thank God that bar was there for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so great. Sometimes I'll go to a Starbucks and be like, I'm going to buy something. Um, what's your bathroom code? And then if I'm like, when I come out, I'm like, maybe I actually don't want anything. And I'll just like try and sneak past when they're not looking. They don't care. <laughs> but like, I'm just like, no, I don't want them to know that I'm reneging. Uh, not to bring up Adam too much, but he had a thing where he would go into an establishment and pretend to like look up at the menu. And then his face would be like, huh, you know what? you know what? I could use a bathroom actually. And then he would go to the bathroom as if he I, wasn't just there to use it. <laughs> I want a hundred percent do that. I love the pantomime of it. Like, you like have they to. Care. it's like the social contract. Even if people don't actually care, you have to like, yeah, I like to just like do. beeline for the back. Like I've got serious business in there. I'm late for a meeting in the bathroom. Nobody get in my way. Um, but then one time in San Diego, I did that. And a waitress literally followed me into the bathroom to ask me if I had a table there. And it was, I was like, I'm peeing. <laughs> why, oh why, are you, why are you making this such a big deal? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Not great. Not great. How do we get here? Where are we going from here? You know, no. those are the questions I ask myself every day. What are you up to lately? What are you working on? What are you doing? Uh, I have like a little bit more free time lately than I have had in a very long time. And I'm kind of like, it makes me panicked. I'm just like, ah, like, I, what do I do? Um, I kind of, I feel like I do better when I'm just like super crazy busy and I don't have time to like think about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course you can't be in that mode forever because you'll just burn out. Um so I'm I'm working on this TV show that I'm really excited about, uh, but it's at a point right now where we're we're done writing, and so I um, I kind of just have to go to meetings and weigh in on stuff. Um, and like today, I don't have any meetings, so that's great. Uh, oh yeah, it's called Tuca and Birdie, um, mm-hmm. and I have the, a book coming out next month that I have to go do some events for and and some interviews and promo. That's so exciting. What's the book? Uh, oh, yeah. A Coyote Dog Girl. It's a Western uh, graphic novel coming out yes. with Drawn and Quarterly. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Um, but yeah, I kind of, I think my favorite thing is like when I'm very actively creating something new. Um, mm. And right now I'm in that phase where I'm kind of just like dealing with things that I've already kind of set in motion or, yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, oh, what's like the next thing going to be? <laughs> yeah. It's like... um yeah, you get, you're like, okay, yeah, I already came up with this. It's already like in motion. Like, yeah, okay, I, okay. I wrote the map on how to make this and how to finish it. And, and yeah, now I'm like, oh, will there be another season or like, oh, what am I going to do next? Um, but yeah, I should probably just relax. <laughs> yeah, you have to let yourself relax and like rejuvenate and like rebuild your creative energies, you know? Seriously, I really do. Um, it's so, so hard been- though. It is hard. I so I always I just feel guilty, but I've been trying really hard to relax. Like this weekend, I didn't do any work. I watched the new Mission, the new Mission Impossible movie, and I loved it. Um, it's incredible. And then I I read like a whole bunch of comics. Like I just caught up on on comics. 
uh, and that felt fantastic. How was the new Mission Impossible movie? I think the last one I saw was the one with where he was climbing on the outside of the building in Dubai. Oh yeah, was that Ghost Protocol? I think that was, and that has, it, like, it made me really name. nervous because <laughs> I was like, oh, "Yeah, he's, he's so it's I can't watch someone do that. That's too much." This one was like the best Mission Impossible movie, possibly the best action movie of the year. Um, wow. It, it's just all the action shots are filmed so precisely and so well. And he's doing all the stunts himself. So you really care about it. Like when you're watching stuff that's all CGI, part yeah. of your brain is just like, yeah, I don't have to care about this. It's fine. Um, but with this, it's like you're watching Tom Cruise like climb a rope and fly a helicopter like he got like a license to fly a helicopter for this what? movie it's it's so bananas oh my God. Like, and i yeah i mean i get a little bored during movies i think they're all too long so like two hours into this movie i'm like all right i'm kind of ready to go home and then this helicopter sequence happens and it's just totally bonkers <laughs> i loved it i was screaming so i was like are- oh my god was i screaming too much i hope not <laughs> <laughs> are we as a people uh like, are we, like, ready to overlook um, the whole thing? The Scientology uh, of it all? I wasn't going to say it, but I feel like Why? Probably, are you afraid? Are you worried they'll come after you? I mean, they might. I don't know. They probably don't listen to this show. Do we have any Scientology listeners? Please, uh, oh my please God. call now. We're taking your calls. Uh, call in I'd, live. Um, I'd love to hear about it. Uh well, I'm I'm in Hollywood, so I should worry more about them than, mm. than you. Um, they haven't come after me yet, uh, and I've been talking smack for a while. Uh, yeah, I think I think I'm willing to overlook it at this point. I think I I'm like he's a freak, and he's possibly the best goddamn movie star we've got. He's really good at being a movie star. Yeah. Do you ever think about what's going to happen when like the movies? I mean, when the movie stars we grew up with die like i guess the same thing is going to happen that like every of every generation where you like watch your your heroes die not to bring things down too much but like i think <laughs> about like what ha- what's going to happen now that he's an action hero but what's going to happen when like jack nicholson dies i know and it That's won't be, be wild I mean, he's, he's pretty old right he's like, 81 he's basically quit acting yeah he hasn't been in anything for a while i think the last was he in I don't know. He was in that Nancy Myers movie. Yeah. Uh, Something's got to give or. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Was Diane Keaton in that one? Yeah, she was. And Keanu. Oh, my God. What's going to happen when Keanu dies? We're going to. I don't don't even want to. I don't want to think about it. Don't make me. Do you think teens know who Jack Nicholson is? Uh, cool teens who go see a midnight screening of Chinatown, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> or teens who are like really into Batman and watch the old ones, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or I mean, The Shining. Teens have seen The Shining, right? Yeah. I feel like teens are pretty, um, maybe more into nostalgia than any other generation of teen, right? Because there's yeah. all these Instagram accounts that are about like the 90s and stuff. And I think that's mm. really interesting. Do you think that's for teens or is that for millennials? I think both. I see a lot of teens on those. Um, huh. Yeah, I see a it's lot so of so weird. But like, I I kind of understand that because I have nostalgia for periods that I was not alive for. <laughs> like, yeah. I really romanticize, um, like, you know, late 20th century. I mean, before 
80s and 90s New York. Um, oh, like yeah. 70s New York. Everything I've read, I mean, obviously there were a lot of bad things happening, but like it sounds yeah. fucking incredible. And like you could afford to live here and just be a weirdo artist. Definitely. I, um, when I was a teenager, my biggest crush was Paul McCartney from 1968. Oh my God, right? I just like loved that time period and like read everything I could about it, even though I wasn't alive then. I'm not that yeah. old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's so funny to like see a picture of a like a contemporary actor young and like be yeah. like, oh my God, I have such he a crush so on this person. He was so hot. Oh I have such God. a crush on them 30 years ago. Like early Marlon Brando. So hot. Oh, yeah, right? Um, um, God, have you seen young Ian McKellen? No. Uh, are you able to look it up right now? Yes. Young Ian McKellen. Let's look this up. Oh, my God. He's there's, so beautiful. There's one picture in particular where he's sitting on this leather chair with kind of some of his clothes strewn around, like his shoes, there's shoes next to him. He's, he's like, got a hat a on his foot. Tea, and he has a hat on his foot. And it he looks so cool. He's so, so cute. Beautiful, he right? is beautiful. <sighs> God. People are going to think that about Adam Driver in like 40 years. Oh, yeah. I kind of like old guys, though, too. So there's some, like, younger guys where I'm like, I can't wait to see what he looks like as a super old, crusty man. <laughs> like who? I don't know. Uh, I don't know yet. You know, I'll have to see, like, who stays hot. <laughs> yeah, or who who gets hotter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I started watching Riverdale um, mm-hmm. recently. <laughs> Are you going to talk about Luke Perry? I was like oh, Jughead's really hot. Who's this Cole Sprouse? And then I realized he was in, like, Zack and Cody, like that show. Yeah. On. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had no idea. I felt like such a creep. <laughs> it's really weird, but, Dis- like, all these Disney Channel people are, like, in their 20s now. Um, and it's just like, oh, if you grew up with them on that stuff, it's like, this is kind of weird. It's um, weird. But I definitely thought you were going to talk about Luke Perry. Oh, yeah, he looks good. Because he looks great on Riverdale. Like, he looks better than he did younger, I think. Like, that beard really works for him. I was never into him. And now I'm like, oh, okay, I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's like he he had to ripen a bit. I realized I was, like, starting to get old when I finally realized, like, what people saw in Kevin Costner. I never understood it. (laughs) I think I hit, like, 35. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Let me take a look. I never found him attractive before. I mean, there are a lot of pictures of him where he just has like a soul patch. And that's yeah. not really a look that I feel like works for anyone. Um, but no, with it, just the light salt and pepper beard, I can see like objectively. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. But it, it took me a while to get there. I had to like be a certain age to appreciate that yeah. flavor, flavor of okay. person. Yeah, that's interesting. That's like a test. That's like a, yeah, you know, like yeah. Are are you old? Um, yeah, yeah. Kevin, but then Har- Kevin Costner test. Harrison Ford was like one of my first crushes, though, which is interesting. I mean, Harrison, young Harrison Ford. Yeah, he's he's got a look, right? He's foxy. He yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. He was he was a babe. Um, 
have you read uh how uh what is it called um carrie fisher's the princess diarist no i haven't does she talk smack about about harrison ford well he was, you know, he was a real dick to her he was a real dick to her. Like they yeah, were sleeping she, together on set and she was like super young. He was much older. He was like a, a star. She was, was just like. He was a total like, fuck boy. He was a total fuck boy. And um, I think <laughs> they became friends, I, I think. Um, I haven't read the book in a minute, but like the best part about that book isn't the retrospective stuff, which like I felt wasn't written that well. But like she mm-hmm. gives you her diaries that she wrote while she was shooting Star Wars oh my um, god and so she talks about that like you you see her talking in real time about like being like fucked up over her relationship with this like older man who has all this power and she's like trying to deal with it um it's really intense um and That's really cool so, it's so relatable i kind of worry it would be painful to read yeah yeah like 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 too too close to home or like yeah just too relatable like i i don't know i did so much dumb shit when I was in my early 20s it's like it's like kind of hard to remember it yeah yeah that's super real yeah uh yeah but speaking of recommending things uh-huh. do you want to move on to the only segment that we do on this show sure uh that's a segment called get wrecked get wrecked and it's a segment where we work. And today it wasn't the only segment, but usually it is. It's the only officially endorsed segment on this show. All of their segments are unauthorized um, and will be terminated on site. I like the, new, site. the new bag segment, though. I thought that was great. We're going to just try some segments out, um, see what sticks. You know, some of them, they can't all be winners, right? <laughs> um, you really got to throw some segments at the wall and see what see what sticks what That's would true. your segment be like if you were going to make up a segment for me right now uh for you oh my god um because you have like do you you have a lot of segments on your show or, or yeah we have a lot and like some of them we have one called chunch chat where we talk about any new news about martha stewart's pony ben chunch and like there's <laughs> there <laughs> there's often like nothing to say but mm-hmm. I, I i really enjoy the challenge of having to come up with something every mm-hmm. time so sometimes I'll talk about something Martha's up to or something another celebrity is doing with their horse or like, it's really uh, kind of just my corner to talk about whatever. Um, yeah. So I like that. I'm a big fan of segments. Um, I don't know. Maybe uh, like what's, what's something you've, I don't mean this is so capitalist, but like something you've bought recently. <laughs> that could be a good segment. What did I, what did I buy? Yeah. What did what I is, buy? What was like, or like, yeah, the, the weirdest thing you bought this week or just the weirdest know. thing I bought this week. Let me go into my email. Um, <laughs> I got to I don't know, because I just buy things online. Let me see. Um, the only thing I bought today was an iced coffee. Uh, That's good. That's a good, good thing to get for yourself. It was a good thing. It was actually a cold brew, which is really good. Oh, that um, makes me feel crazy. Yeah. Okay. I've but this isn't crazy um the new but the newest thing that i've purchased is a actually this may seem crazy to some people i don't know depending on their image of me i bought a set of sheets from ll bean <laughs> ooh the percale <laughs> uh, ye, uh yes 
Yes. Is that how you nice. say that? It's not percale? No, I don't think. I, I have no idea how to say it. <laughs> I it's don't know what Pima it per kale, I think, P- is how Pima. you say it. Pima, Pima per kale. Pima per kale. Yeah, so I bought a second set of sheets, which feels like a very grown-up move. Um, I I've gotten do those ha- sheets before. Those are solid. I they're Okay, you know? do you know why I got them? Why? Because Wirecutter rated them the best sheets. Oh. And I, I don't buy I, anything unless Wirecutter tells me to. I I feel like their recommendations are 50% good and 50% like totally whack. Uh, huh. Where I've gotten something and been like, what are you talking about? This is not good at all. Um, Can you and think I, of anything where like they were way off the mark? They were way off on their hose nozzle. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. For like a that, kitchen sink or like... No, uh, for, for like a for a garden hose, that thing leaked immediately. So then I just oh. like bought a different one, and it was great. Um, I don't I don't know if their testing is always that stringent. And uh, hmm. actually, I'm curious to see what you think of the LL Bean sheets because I was not impressed. Um, but not to I didn't mean to yuck your yum. <laughs> well, I haven't <laughs> tried them yet. So they, they might not be my yum. Um, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I do have two uh, comforter covers, which feels very adult. But Ooh, the nice. two sets of sheets, because I haven't been sleeping under that thing in this weather. Um, so I do need the two sets of sheets just to like alternate. Um, it does feel very, you know, I've, most of my life I only had one set. So like yeah. if I'm washing them, I'm just like, I don't know. I'll just like sleep on the bare mattress, I guess, because I'm an that, animal. That was um, me up until up until like a year ago. Yeah. But when you have two, oh my God. It's like having to like, yeah, it's just... Um, it's a beautiful thing. It's, it's, yeah, it's really, it feels really like next level. What living. is the weirdest thing you've bought recently? Um, I, <laughs> I bought three large plants yesterday for uh-huh. my back patio and it felt crazy. I felt crazed like, because it's during a heat wave. So I'm like, and I, I'm really bad at taking care of plants and these are the most expensive plants I've ever bought. Um, usually I just buy like tiny little house plants, but these are like, our, our back patio is totally bare and looks kind of empty. So we bought these large plants and now I'm like just filled with, with guilt, worrying that I'm going <laughs> to kill these plants. And we've only had them 24 hours and I keep checking on them to be like, oh, no. are you still alive? Yeah. <laughs> and it's not I... a big deal if they, it's not a big deal if they die, like whatever, like shit happens. But I... I just really, I really like them. I bought a plant um, about three months ago because I desperately needed something to take care of in my life. Um, and I, it's still alive, but like, I, what I kind can't of plant? tell. It's a fern, mm. which I was like, when I asked them, I was like, what is the plant that is the hardest to kill and is the least harmful to my cat if she eats it because like I know she will try to and you're like oh a lemon drop fern it's like okay cool so I think it's like okay I don't know like they need a lot of water right don't they you need to like no they don't need I mean I missed it but they said like it doesn't need much that much water so like oh then that explains why my ferns died because I watered them oh no I overwater everything (laughs) (laughs) uh well, uh, well, d- it's let's... fine if they die. You could just. Get I mean, another they're plant. a living thing, though. I don't want I to know. kill my plant. 
Buying oh, a plant is weird it. because it feels like um, environmental in some way. You're like, yeah, I'm helping the earth. I'm buying a plant, but really it's just home decor. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It's weird. Um, it did make me feel better. It did make me feel like I had something where I, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm taking care of this thing. That feels good yeah. to have something to nurture. Um, it's good for you to have plants around too. They kind of it clean, is. They clean the air. It is. It is. Um, well, so now, <laughs> I guess um, that was a segment within a segment. So let's do the actual segment now. Okay. Um, so uh, we just recommend things. It's easy. Uh, Great. Anyone can do it. Um, even like a monkey could do it. <laughs> I recommend uh, bananas again. <laughs> they're great. Uh, I recommend like throwing your own poop, I guess. Um, <laughs> flying around on a tree. Um, having a kind of community-based uh, structure for your society. That's good. Um, I recommend picking lice out of your friend's head. <laughs> the best. It's the best. So do you want to go first or should I go first? Sure. I'll go first. Um I recommend, this is a very summary recommendation. Are you ready for it? I am. Okay. I recommend hammocks. Ooh. Gotta be in a hammock. Uh, If you're feeling stressed out, nothing better than lying in a hammock. It's good for reading. It's good for napping. Uh, Get a hammock. (laughs) If you were going to write a tagline for hammocks, what would that tagline be? Uh... (laughs) Get in. Hammocks. Just get in them. Hammocks. Uh, let your butt hang. <laughs> <laughs> Hammocks. Why not? Well, give swinging a try. <laughs> Hammocks. Just relax. <laughs> uh, do I have another one in me? Um, Hammocks. Put those trees to work for once. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. That, that was great. We did a bunch. We did free. So if you are in the ad industry and you're working on that big hammock account, um, then feel free to use those. Um, okay, I'm, good. I'm giving mine away. I don't know if you want to reserve, like copyright yours, but. I feel like I could improve on mine, but I would need some time with it. I'm not good on okay. the spot. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to recommend something that is um, less a thing and more practice that I started doing. Uh, so I've been journaling for God, five years at this point. Um, and that's great. Um, keeping track of what you're doing. I like to have a record where I can look back and see what I was doing on any particular day, but I love having that. I do that too. Um, and, and I used to do that in a physical journal because I felt like that was important somehow. And then I realized if I do this, on my computer, I actually write a lot more about my days, so I'm just going to start doing that. But the thing in particular that I want to recommend is writing three good things that happened every day, which oh. sounds kind of woo or whatever, but like... No, that's it, great. It makes you think about like, just like even really tiny things like, um, you know, like, oh, I had a really great cold brew coffee today. It was so good. That was a good thing that happened. Um or like, um, I saw a baby on the train and we were like making faces <laughs> at each other. That was a good thing that happened. It doesn't have to be like, uh, some huge deal. Like it doesn't have to be like a, a big thing. It can just be little tiny things. And I find like that can be really helpful in, um, if you're a person who, um, does that thing of like filtering out positive events and only focusing on negative ones, 
this can sort of be like, oh yeah, like no good things. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, like, oh yeah, like there are things that are good. You know what I do is I, um, when I'm feeling kind of down or feeling unfocused or like I'm not accomplishing enough, I'll write down everything I accomplished that day. Even if it's something small, like I put my socks away or I clean the dishes, um, yeah. or I like had a phone call with a friend. I'll write it down so that at the end of the day, I'm like, Oh, I actually did do stuff. I'm not like a useless lump. Um, and that makes me feel better. Yeah. That's like another, that's like part of why I journal too, is just be like, oh yeah, like I have been doing stuff all day. Like I'm not just like you lived. the day. Yeah, I lived. I did it. I lived, bitch. Um, <laughs> Eat it, bitch. I live. <laughs> <laughs> There's a tagline. Yeah, for eat, hammocks. Eat, eat it, bitch. It's a hammock. <laughs> Fuck you. Put your butt in the hammock. Uh, relax and fuck yourself. <laughs> I mean, you could, I mean, be careful because they do get twisted up like in a cartoon. That is a real danger. They do. Um, I'm sure true. modern hammocks have some kind of like gyroscopic system that prevents Technology. that from happening. But <laughs> that basically brings us to the end of the show. Well, thank you so much for having me on your show. I find your, your podcast very relaxing. So I'm, oh, thank you. I, I'm so glad I we hope, got you uh, on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was, it was my pleasure. Yeah. Uh, do you want to tell people about your show and about all the stuff you're doing and where they can find it? Sure. Um, I have a podcast called Baby Geniuses, and you can find it on the Max Fun Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, yeah, I think, I think I plugged in my other stuff. Book coming out next month, Coyote Dog Girl. Uh, Watch BoJack Horseman coming out in September. Yes. That's about it for now. Yeah. Um, what's your Twitter and stuff? Lisa Draws. Yes. Uh, my Instagram is the same thing. Lisa Draws. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much. Uh, I hope your plants are safe. <laughs> um, thank you. I hope so too. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I will talk to you later. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Woodland Secrets is hosted by Merrick Kay and produced and edited by me, Nick Bravo. Woodland Secrets is a part of Stay Mean, the world's only podcast network. We're entirely listener-supported. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a patron of Stay Mean at woodlandsecrets.co support. For as little as three bucks a month, you'll get access to a monthly newsletter and frequent bonus episodes of our shows. If you'd like to have a message read on the show, head to woodlandsecrets.co slash messages. You can help people find out about the show. Please mention us on Twitter. We're at Woodland Podcast and at Stay Mean Co. Or rate and review us in iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. <laughs>